Thanks everyone for joining me. My goal in this channel for many, many years, you guys know, is to spread truth, to simplify things so that everyone gets it. And it sheds a light on truth. That's my goal. That's been my goal from the beginning. So, um, you guys know we walk into a big, big part of history. Uh, I'm just going to get the word out now. If you go to truthonrtv.com and check out the latest on the members channel, or go straight to the members channel if you're already a member, truthonart.tv, you're going to see an important update in the context of everything that's happening. The updates on the members channel are continuations of the conversations here. So let's continue the conversation. I want to provide for anyone new to this channel tonight somewhat of a big picture. You guys know that we do this once in a once a month. If that humanity is in darkness right now. We're shifting from darkness to light. Everybody knows. I would suggest to everyone that if you read your Bible. If you don't have a Bible, get one. Because this channel is based on the biblical worldview. If you read the Bible, you'll see that the earth is probably around 6,000 years old. And you see that in the Old Testament, we know for sure that God cares about nation states. We know that. From the beginning, God is just fascinated with nation states. He loves nations that obey what he tells them to do, as was the case in the promise to Abraham. And he selected Israel to be his people in the Old Testament. That model continues because in the New Testament, we know that nation states are, to, are still a big deal. And we know that God cares about people that obey his commandments. And we see that the New Testament ends with God re, uh, addressing nation states. After the church age, we see that, and before the church, I mean, throughout all that history, we see that most nation states are live in tyranny. Tyranny is the norm since the beginning unless nations obey God. So the template, I was focusing and praying about this today, the template going back to, from the beginning in the Old Testament is nation states that obey God and please God, they somehow end up having freedom of some sort, a break away from tyranny. So following the conclusion of the New Testament, we for centuries, the church age evolving, and ladies and gentlemen, you still have everyone living in tyranny until this special group of founders of America came around almost 250 years ago. And not only were they the first organized nation that was had leaders that focused on wanting people to be free and to change the slavery blueprint that had been in place for centuries, hundred, hundreds of years, centuries. So this group not only fi founded this nation on God, but they were also organized in a way to wanting to like end this practice of slavery that covers the founding of this nation and all the way up to the civil war and we know that the founders from the beginning they had an issue with these central bankers so that's really who we are we're a very very unique nation and with the exception of god's chosen people in the old testament everybody throughout human history has lived in slavery and we are the exception and be only because God blessed this nation have we been able to escape slavery so at point number one tonight 
escape from slavery, obeying God's commandments equals escape from slavery at the level of nation-state. That template exists. That's the only reason we have this country, folks. And if you really fast forward after the Civil War and fast forward um, to 1912, the sinking of the Titanic, everyone should research that. And then 1913, the creation of the central banks. And that's really when things really spiraled out of control. Because the very next year, we have World War I. And as the years go by, we have propaganda and media being created, television, radio. And we have these Edward Bernays wise guys running around plotting on how to fool because they know, they said to themselves years from now, Bernie's going to call this out, that most people are stupid. People believe whatever they're told. So they were figuring out from the beginning, right after this creation of the central banks and all this media propaganda in the 1920s, 1930s, by the end of the 30s, ladies and gentlemen, they're fooling people into thinking the aliens have invaded the world. <laughs> Ironically, as we're seeing these alien stories again. But ladies and gentlemen, really, that's a big, big thing. And I want new people to just enrich their minds with this. Because by the 40s, late 40s, we have the creation of the CIA, Central Intelligence Agency. Everything is downhill after that. And President Eisenhower warned about the situation in 54. They take over the churches. And now you have today all these fake Christians in these storefront churches. They don't want to get involved in politics. But yeah, God God gets you. Yeah, it's okay to be okay. You know, they love the culture thing. And they embrace the culture under the guise of love. But we don't have enough time to break up all this. I like to give big, big package summaries that are simplified. They took over the churches in the 50s, and by the time we get into the late 50s and early 60s, not only are they blowing up John F. Kennedy's head and completely taking over the churches, suspending church prayers, they completely take over culture, and by the 60s, it's okay to turn on, tune in, drop out. Yeah, drop this Jesus thing. Drop this conservative thing. Drop these these, uh, TV shows showing like family. Get out. They dropped all of it. And by the 70s and 80s, every TV show is like perversion and the whole thing. (laughs) And that's how they destroyed our culture. We know about the Marxists. And ladies and gentlemen, that brought us to where we are. Because from the 70s to the 90s, it's pure fun and games. A lot of us were loving life in those days. But um, by the end of the 90s, early part of the century, they take out three buildings with two planes. Wink, wink. They lie to everyone about this attack. And that's it. The Marxists completely take over. And they talk about this new century, this new American century. This billionaire guy like Trump is running around calling it out because that's that's up his alley. He's a builder. And ladies and gentlemen, they completely take over. Bush laughs it off. The Clintons are laughing it off. They empower all these terrorists in the Middle East. And they've staged this event. And then false flags become the norm, and Bush walks away, and Obama takes over and creates this race war and sexualizes the children. And that was nothing compared to where we are today, folks. And into now, we have this, what Trump is calling this final battle for humanity, right? And to round out this little summary, you guys know it. This billionaire from New York is just a white guy. He's just an actor, so some people got sick and tired of what Obama was doing. They recruited this guy, and then they said, look, we would like you, Donald Trump, to run for president. Nothing has been in, ever, the same ever since. They never thought she would lose. He beats Hillary and releases his online research project to let us know what's really going down. Period. Keep it simple. The media that controlled the narrative all those decades, from the execution of John F. Kennedy all the way through to 9-11, they controlled everything. The same media that normalized racism creating black racists all over the country. <laughs> and, and this whole bringing back segregation is the same media that controlled the media during the Trump years. So they took his online research project, spun it around, turned it into people that are blocking bridges and bringing people back from the dead. They mocked it to the point where even patriots on the right want nothing to do with this 
historic sharing of intelligence information with the public. But the problem with the people that didn't want to accept this simple website that Trump launched himself is that now when you fast forward to 2023, like we talked about on the members channel, you have a bunch of people that are believing the narrative. They're believing (laughs) the narrative. And now if you're not thinking on your own, you are on your own and you're massively confused because we were told that this was the final battle for humanity. That brings us to where we are tonight. I'll just leave it at that. Special selection of Trump in 2015, and probably even before that, to do this thing that's happening, this thing that's unfolding. We're in a special moment in history to save this country that was given to God, founded on Christian principles. That God bless like he he blessed nations in the Old Testament. And now, are we going to lose this country? Are we going to lose this freedom? Because what? The entire world needs this country. They're looking to this country. We're the beacon of freedom all around the world. So that is a summary for people that maybe benefit from a mass summary of what is happening. This is a tremendous moment in American history. I don't want people to come to this channel and say, oh, that's one, some guy was giving out the news. They're going to be, wait a minute, some guy was talking about the Old Testament. What's going on here? This guy, Bernie, is rewiring how you see the world, for some of you at least, so that you take it serious. The bottom line is the war is real and nothing is going to be able to stop what's coming. With that said, we're in the middle of a communist Marxist revolution. They're destroying everything. The enemy's laughing it off. We're going to, um, I want to start very, very, very briefly by um, showing everyone that something has happened. What I've done is I turned off the sound on this because it's really some music, some really loud music. This is happening in Arizona. See what you think, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go again with these trains that are derailing in Arizona. You can't make this up. And um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's a shocking stuff. See for yourself. Is this a nobody knows how it happened? So um, this is a war that we are in. And um, while you're um, wrapping up that video, take a look at this because this is also happening in Philadelphia. Interstate 95 overpass collapses after what tanker explodes. And um, you can decide whether you think that's a coincidence if you read this article um nobody knows anything (laughs) no but could not confirm reports that the burning vehicle was an oil tanker and if you read i mean the police the firefighter nobody knows anything so that's all i'm going to say about this without getting into the specifics because if we have a big big night see what you think um they're saying that this um truck but they don't know what kind of truck it is really if you read the article they don't know there's no confirmation we don't know how, what happened. Um, uh, we don't know. Uh, nobody saw anything. Um, so maybe no big deal. Um, but I wanted to show you guys those two headlines um, to, so that you can start processing that in the situation um, as we're heading towards the final battle. Also, um, I'll just give you an update to see what Satan's army is up to. We knew the day would come. Um, I did put this out some of this stuff out. They were hinting at this a week or two ago, So, but now it's moving forward. Look at this, people. You knew it was coming. California law would make it child abuse to not affirm your kids' gender identity. Think about this. Let it sink in. Ladies and gentlemen, um, this is like we said on Friday, way beyond the tranny. The whole They're pushing this way beyond. So think about this these stories when we're talking about the final battle. We're already in irreversible damage of what the damage that's being allowed to happen to innocent children. So now the final level. What? You don't agree? Are you blocking? Basically they're saying, look, give us your children during the day. We're going to teach them math, English, and yeah, (laughs) yeah, we are. We're going to indoctrinate them under the guise of teaching them math. 
English and science and history, blah, blah, blah. And when you test those children, they're all failing. They're indoctrinating them. They're saying, give, it, give us the kids during the day. Let us indoctrinate them. And once we indoctrinate them, don't you dare interfere with that indoctrination. Because if you do, we're going to put you in jail. They're going to put the children, they're going to put the parents in jail, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's happening with this legislation. I mean, this is shocking stuff. AB 957. The Family Law Gender Identity Bill. Again, includes a parent's affirmation. The parents, they have to agree and confirm with the brainwashing that took place. They don't want to waste this Department of Education money brainwashing these kids only to have the parents reverse the brainwashing. Get it? So they're going to punish the parents for reversing the brainwashing. Meanwhile, the old man, the fake resident, uh, Biden, what drapes? LGBTQ progress flag, quote-unquote, right, over White House while claiming laws banning child sex changes target trans kids. pushing. So now they're basically pushing it into a war situation. They're encouraging violence like we talked about last month. That's what this is about. And they're encouraging these kids to just step up to the plate and start getting violent. Because the people that are against you are, they're abusing you. These laws banning child sex changes, they're targeting and abusing you, is what they're saying. So combine that with this. Uh, Yeah, think about that. You are loved. Joe Biden embraces transgender children. This is the key word I want everyone to see at White House Pride Month celebration. They're targeting only the children. Only. While we have this Department of Defense Pride Chair, what claims drag shows are what? A part of American culture somehow. Really? What's, what are they talking about? And they're going out of their way. Again, the drag only is targeted only towards children. Drag isn't dangerous. It's entertaining. And this, again, at Department of Defense. So, obviously, you guys can see we hit this every night. And this, we are obviously in biblical times. And if you're wondering about that, just to kind of wrap up this topic, be aware of this. We showed everyone that uh, family value type of these Armenians in Glendale, California, they took on these perverts and these violent perverts. And look what's happening. Just be aware of this. And this Armenians, of course, uh, have survived genocide historically. So they, I mean, these are people with a lot of resilience, you would imagine. And of course, I... I've not lived in, but I've worked in Glendale with Armenians many years ago, and I can assure that they are very resilient. And there it is. Armenian-American was victim of hate crime by pro, there it is, LGBTQ vandal outside of parental rights protests in Glendale, California. Be aware of that. And they scratched his car with all this Stuff about the trend. It's okay to be queer. Pride. Stop hating while they're scratching his car. Think about it. Violence in, and they're committing violence. And in that violence, they're projecting that they are the victims. Marxist template. We are being violent because we are the victims. Violence and victimhood are the formula for very, very dangerous, dangerous criminality. That's what the terrorists, that's what they're always Allah Akbar! <laughs> We're the victims! That's the point. Be aware of um, we're gonna kind of this is, um, just be aware of this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, big deal to me, and it should be to you. Be aware of this. This goes back to the you will own nothing. This goes back to the um, World 
Health Organization and the World Economic Forum and all the goals of uh, these globalists. And it's in action right there. New York City Mayor Eric Adams suing rural New York counties for what? Refusing criminals. That's the bottom line. For refusing illegal criminals that don't belong in our country. And can you talk about lawfare? I mean, this is shocking. They're forcing the conservatives. That's the bottom line. Everybody knows it. That's who lives in the rural areas. Conservatives, landowners, you will take these terrorists and hardcore criminals that are breaking the law from other countries. Talk about final battle. I mean, think about it. Let me know your thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to put this out. Bear with me on the speed and the focus. A lot of big, big stories. It is my interest to load you up with relevant stories for you to think. I like this a lot, this next story. Don't forget that Trump's got his buddies, the BRICS nations, North Korea and others. He's got all his buddies. We're transitioning to a new America. It's a new, it's a, in, in a strange way, it's a new type of world order, really. May not sound good, but that's kind of what it is. And look at who is saying what. Be aware of this. I like this one a lot. North Korea, what? State media accuses Zelensky of what? Being mastermind behind this Kakova, Kakoka, how you pronounce that? <clears throat> Damn destruction. <laughs> yeah, um, what are the odds of that? Um, North Korea calling out. A reminder to everyone of the North Korea relationship with Trump's Putin before China and Xi Jinping decided, I want in on this relationship. I'm also one of Trump's buddies. So be aware of this chess, global chess game, North Korea, boom, calling out the false flag. We all know that's a Ukrainian false flag, 100%. Thank you. Goodbye. Everybody knows that. This is another story everybody's talking about. I think it goes really well with what um, we've been saying on this channel and on the members' channel. We've been saying it. Ladies and gentlemen, i said it many times in the past. You could take out the top 100 people of the deep state. Deep state would still be intact. It's a reminder of the depth of the deep state. So, yeah, let's throw this out. Everybody's talking about this. All right. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Succession. George Soros hands son Alex control of his $25 billion empire. <laughs> really? So, I'm be aware of that. And um, the funny thing in here is that they're claiming that um, uh, this Alex is saying, I'm more political. <laughs> really? Alex observed when comparing himself to his Nazi partner, Hungarian-born financier father. Don't forget, he sided with the Nazis. Don't forget. George Soros. But, um, well, I mean, it is what it is. And he is already has met with the fake regime, the White House, 17 times. Talk about darkness to light. And um, the Biden regime cannot get enough of this guy. And he's promising to be more political. Think about it. But the one thing that probably nobody is talking about is, is George uh, being put under submission? No one... I'm not saying he is. I mean, he is pretty old, so it could just be the fact that he's old. I'm, I get it. I'm not saying. But we know that there's a special place for George. And whenever that time comes, we knew that 
at that time, George, on his way to the special place, like we were told, logical thinking would assume that at that moment, the big story would be about how he would transfer his wealth to his son. And that's what's happening. So we don't know for sure, but just want to throw it out there for anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about. This is on Trump's online research project. Years ago, we were told that there, there's a special place for Soros. We're not playing around with these demons. We're just allowing them to operate. But it's not like we're that stupid. Anyway, so think about it. I also want to throw out two extremely strange stories that bother me a lot, maybe because it's up my alley. I want to throw it out real, real super duper quick. I mean, this is like right out of the Twilight Zone. And I would not have thrown out this first story if it were not for the second story. So just be aware of these headlines. This is should maybe disturb you. <laughs> the Lancet stokes coronavirus panic. <laughs> This is, um, really, if you think about it, it's sort of laugh-out-loud material. Really? In June of 2023. Quote, no time for complacency. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, we, the same Lancet that spread disinformation about hydroxychloroquine. Whatever, um, that's so bizarre and so out there that I'm just gonna show you the next I wouldn't have thrown out the first one if I had not seen this one <laughs> White House sends out guidance mandating face masks and social distancing for the unvaccinated <laughs> talk about living in a time machine an inexplicable time machine so everybody knows this has to do with an NCAA national championship situation this men's and women's national out of the clear blue sky they're they're talking about wearing masks for anyone who is not vaccinated what so um you know six feet distant like this is is this witchcraft is this some sort of sorcery what is what are these headlines i mean you decide it seems like it could qualify as some level of sorcery just pure like sorcery I want to throw that out for for that for that you guys are aware of this. And um, all right, folks. So then, um, with that said, um, let's move on. We have a very busy schedule. A lot of big things are happening. That's the bottom line. And uh, check this out, people. Hey, I'm hot. All right, folks. Um, I can't see where they're like where the police lines are. This is video footage that um, this representative in, let's see here, this representative, Mr. Um, Loudermilk in Georgia, Congressman Barry Loudermilk, he has uh, reviewed this and thought that it should be put out 100% evidence of undercover police officers at the January 6th Capitol encouraging Everything that went down. It is. Yo, keep your eyes open for Antifa. Be aware of this footage. That's why we're here. That's That's why we're here. here. I'm sure it is. (laughs) So be aware of this. Keep your eyes for Antifa. They're all over here. Yeah, so you can see. uh, Be aware of this situation. Drain the swamp. Just be aware of that. They're encouraging. Let's skip around. Be aware of this. And uh, you can check it, some of this out for yourself. Okay, my bad. And, um. I'm doing good. Chuck's still walking here. <laughs> huh? oh, honestly, I don't think you can walk that far. And, um. Excuse me. Excuse me. They're chanting and they're lapping up. Be aware of this situation. Um. Because this is a big, big story that is unfolding, and we're going to get these demons. So be aware of that. And there's a headline in case you leaked video shows DC cops were rioters, quote unquote, and investig- instigators, excuse me, 
at J6 protests. This is going to come into play. And again, we have this congressman coming out, making big, big statements. He has authenticated the GoPro video and raises questions of why police officers who were identified as intelligence officers were working to stir up the crowds of protesters. Be aware this is unfolding um, because it's all going to come into play, everything that's happening. All right, folks. Um, see what you think. I, I want to bring your attention. Got a lot of other information to cover tonight. Be aware of this, where Jordan, Jim Jordan, is dropping this big, big story. One of the big ones tonight, in case you don't know about this. Jim Jordan, what? Reveals new details regarding FBI's raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. And ladies and gentlemen, um, bear with me. He is exposing, Jim Jordan is, the stunning new detail that, um, let's see here. <clears throat> It points to some unusual actions taken by the FBI ahead of the raid that Jordan believes require further explanation on, based on details provided by Stephen D'Antonio, former assistant director in charge of the Bureau's Washington's office. So be aware of who is putting this out. And the bottom line is, is right here, D'Antonio went explained that the Miami field office did not, key word, did not, key words, they did not do the search on Trump's home. D'Antonio testified that what FBI headquarters made the decision to assign the execution, again, this is the Mar-a-Lago raid, uh, execution of the search warrant, what, to the Washington field office. Think about it. D.C., despite the location of the search occurring in the territory of the FBI's Miami field office, Jordan wrote adding that the former top FBI official said he had absolutely no idea why. Think about that tonight. I wonder why they would assign this raid which prevented Trump's attorney attorneys to be there watching what they are doing. How else are you going to get pictures of boxes on the floor and these desired staged pictures? Uh, no, we're going to send our swamp, D.C. swamp version of the FBI to do all of this. That's big. Even though this is happening in Florida and the Miami FBI is right down the block. We don't, we don't know why. Jordan dropping this bomb. Think about it. Get ready. Just the beginning. Meanwhile, all right, let's get to the big, big action. We're walking through history. We talked about the recap at the beginning, right? God blesses nations that obey his commandments. And we went through all certain events throughout the century, and now we're in this big, big situation. They never thought she would lose. Trump gets inaugurated and starts cleaning house and releases his online research project to let us know what's happening behind the scenes so that we are chosen for a reason and we get it, what's happening. As the people that are believing the optics are believing illogical sequences of events, as we talked about earlier today on the member channel. They're believing illogical sequences of events. But they don't know that. But a lot of these were the same people that think that Two planes can bring down three buildings. Wink, wink. It's the same people that believed all these false flags all these years. Same people. Same, same system of group think, really, is what I'm trying to say. So now we have this real estate guy from New York who's outsmarted them. He puts out his online research project. And like we talked about earlier, Trump comes out this weekend showing us who's in control, showing us that nothing's going to be able to stop what's coming. Optics are important. Trump playing his role to a T. We are a failing nation. We are a nation in decline. And now these radical left lunatics want to interfere with our elections by using law enforcement. It's totally corrupt, and we can't let it happen. Trump says that all the time. 
somebody should say, Trump, uh, what do you mean by that? That we cannot let it happen. <laughs> That's his dog whistle to the Anons. Nothing can stop what's coming. This is the final battle. With you at my side, we will demolish the deep state. We will expel the warmongers from our government. We will drive out the globalists. We will cast out the communists. We will throw off the sick political class that hates our country. We will roll out the fake news media. We will expose the rhinos for what they are. We will defeat Joe Biden and we will liberate America from these villains once and for all. We will liberate. We're going to liberate our country. Think about it. Ladies and gentlemen, big, big deal. Liberating Trump talking big. Using American Revolution 2.0 language. The goal from the military, I mean, Trump, you guys get it. The goal is to say, you heard him right there. Together, we're going to do this. The goal is to make it make the people feel like they are part of this defeating of the deep state. I'll say it again. The goal, when we're talking about it had to be this way, the goal is to make the people feel like, wow, I'm part of this victory, not the military. Think about it. Big, big moments. That's what this is all about. There it is. Trump pledges to dismantle deep state and restore democracy if reelected. Of course, we break this down earlier today. And um, you guys, everyone I'm sure has seen all of this. Our law enforcement, Trump is saying, has become weaponized at a level never seen before. And without getting, you guys get what Trump is saying. What I want to share with everybody is notice Trump is sticking to his role as the conductor. His job is to complain. His job is to make sure that you see how unfair this whole thing is. We had Cash Patel coming out the other day. Yeah, this thing that we got to run on that. This this two-tier justice system. Then we can defeat them by exposing the two-tier justice system. So we have to appear, and we are, the oppressed. So while everyone is celebrating on the left and the rhinos, they're lapping it off this weekend, Trump is in a great, great, great place. If you believe the polls, of course, the polls operation is all revealed now. Now we know why Trump kept talking about the polls. Poll, 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 poll. Without the polls operation, there's no way of claiming with, without the DeSantis operation, without Trump specifically attacking DeSantis and appearing that he's in this battle against DeSantis for the top spot, like these two teams that are fighting for first place, without that perceived battle that was fueled by the pulse, then there's nothing, then Trump does not appear as the victim right now, get it? without the whole DeSantis thing. Because the left would be saying, what? No, we're not persecuting anybody. He doesn't look like he's winning anyway. He's, he's not beating anybody significant. I mean, less ammunition. So the polls operation all comes to fruition. But that does not, did not stop the media from coming out. I want people to see this. <clears throat> Big, big um, truth is like a lion. It defends itself. This indictment of me by the Biden administration's weaponized Department of Injustice will go down as among the most horrific abuses of power in the history of our country. It is an extraordinary situation. The first ever U.S. president. Listen to the jackals. On CNN. Under federal indictment, who could stand trial in the middle of his reelection campaign against a sitting president? 
The charges against Trump range from willful retention of national defense information to obstruction. And the indictment unsealed on Friday is detailed and stark. I'm going to play a lot more of this, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So Dana Bash is laying out her case like an attorney. Watch her lay out her case and try to pad it and pad it. And watch how her case gets dismantled in literally seconds. That's the way this works. Accusing Trump of illegally keeping highly classified government documents on America's nuclear secrets and military vulnerabilities, among others, in unsecured areas of his resort. And really, tell us more, attorney Dana Bash. Conspiring with an aide who is also charged to hide some of those boxes from his own lawyers to prevent them from fully complying with a federal subpoena. Wow, I can't believe this. Attorney Dana Bash, you got anything else to prove your case against Trump? Here with me is the chairman of the House Judiciary (laughs) Committee, Jim Jordan. Thank you for joining me this morning, sir. The indictment does say, thank you. The indictment does say, as I mentioned, the documents included U.S. defense, nuclear capabilities, potential U.S. vulnerabilities to a military attack. Okay, notice she's padding her case and the video is about to end, people. So Jordan has very little time to answer. Again, this is the power of truth. And Jordan, look at his face. He knows that she's padding the case. Keep watching. They were kept in unsecure areas like a bathroom, a ballroom, a bedroom. (laughs) And the indictment says that Donald Trump lied to lawyers, his own lawyers, which resulted in false statements to the (laughs) FBI so that he could keep those documents. Is all of that, any of that, acceptable to you? (laughs) I've piled on my case for the last almost two minutes. I've read all the notes that they gave me to read. Is that acceptable to you? You have 30 seconds to defend your case. Uh, Dana, the, the standard is clear. The standard is Navy versus Egan, a 1988 case, unanimous decision from the course, uh, from the court that Justice Blackman wrote, wrote the opinion, and it said the president's ability to classify and control access to national security information flows from the Constitution. He decides. <laughs> he alone decides. He said he did classify this material. He can put it wherever he wants. He can handle however he wants. That's the law. That's the standard. And Jack Smith can do all this 37 different towns whatever he wants to do, but that doesn't, that doesn't change the standard. The standard that the Supreme Court in a unanimous decision said was that. He can classify and he can control access. He has the sole authority. <laughs> that is the way this works. <laughs> Period. And you can pad it all you want. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been thinking about it this whole weekend and re- doing my own research and watching videos. You can pad it all you want. Like Trump is saying, this is about the presidential's record act, this pre-existing cases that control all this. Everything else is fluff and entertainment, period. And you can see the look on her face. You can pile it on all you want. That is the way this works, ladies and gentlemen. And actually, here's another example. This is even better. Uh, again, this is how, remember, truth is like a line. It defends itself. I have this conversation with him. He very quickly pivots to concern about the country. You know, it's not a real. And obviously, this is Trump's, one of Trump's attorneys. Selfish analysis. It's, this is a bad moment for our history. This is our country turning the corner. And as somebody that's been around criminal justice for over 30 years, I agree with him. It's, it's a Rubicon we shouldn't be crossing. But doesn't the president, don't you believe in the principle that no person is above the law? If the president committed <laughs> the same crime that someone else did, shouldn't he be charged? <laughs> but wait a minute. Aren't you listening to our talking points? Translation. No person is below the law. That's really the issue here. I mean, you've got these investigations in Delaware that are a thousand times more serious by a sitting president who has authorized his DOJ to try to sink the candidacy of his prime opposition while that guy has unsecured documents that he stole out of a skiff dozens of years ago. So, look, you know, we're not talking what about some talking sort of about, favoritism. What are you talking about? <laughs> 
That is a ridiculous statement. Uh, there's this issue. Really? <laughs> it's not a real selfish analysis. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's go back to that again. We're not talking what about some talking sort of about, What are you talking about? <laughs> that is a ridiculous statement. Uh, there's this issue. <laughs> nice try. There's an issue that anyone. That... <laughs> you got to love it. You got to call. You got to laugh at these demons in, on national TV. That's how you do. look at the look on his face. As the attorney just lays it all out again, just like Jim Jordan did. It reads any newspapers would agree is a parallel track, which is the Delaware document scandal of Joe Biden, where there's a special counsel, Rob Herr, that's investigating it. You know that there were documents that were sensitive, that were marked classified, found in a garage near a Corvette that made their way through Chinatown, through the Penn Biden Center. There's 1,850 boxes that have never been fully looked at at University of Delaware. You have the ultimate unclean hands of a current sitting president <laughs> who had no declassification, had none of the protections of President Trump, and who literally had to have stolen stuff from a skiff. Even Dick Durbin has commented <laughs> about how this was an outrageous possession of classified material by Vice President at that point, Joe Biden. So that's what we're talking about. You can scoff and act like there's nothing to it, but the whole country knows the basic notion of unequal treatment and fairness, and that's what's at issue with this process. <laughs> that is what's at issue when these media clowns get owned. That's what happens. They cannot fight against like facts and history and previous law and like normal stuff. So once you understand that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, I think this headline. Everybody's. I mean, again, you can. <laughs> I think this is kind of funny. Bill Barr, Trump indictment is very, very damning. What if even half true? <laughs> He's toast. <laughs> really? And, ladies and gentlemen, if you read this, it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, whatever. He thinks... I think the counts under Espionage Act that he will willfully retain those documents are solid counts. That's the one thing he's saying that, uh, obviously, we all disagree with. But if, he, if you read everything he's saying, he's talking about how the government was really worried. They were worried about these classified and very sensitive documents. And... Um, so the government, because they were worried, the government was, was to get those. And so the government ag agenda was to get those. And then you read it right there. Yeah, if even half of this, Trump's in big, big trouble, but... Oh, you're asking me what if none of it is true? Uh, I guess Trump walks off free. <laughs> yeah, if the government was legit... If half of this was true, then we wouldn't be dealing with a two-tier justice system. You think Barr doesn't know that? Yeah, if. I agree. Actually, I agree with that statement. If half of what they're charging Trump with is legit, if I, I agree with Bill Barr. <laughs> think about it. It's a jokey. Yeah, all right. Go away, Barr. Yeah, it's enough of your little side. <clears throat> all right, folks. <clears throat> But um, then um, this kind of came up this weekend. Deep State giving away their cards. Years ago and um, what he was charged with, and that was very serious. He got off with, I think it was probation and a $100,000 fine. Um, there are other people, including a, recently an FBI agent, recently, a, I think, a lieutenant colonel in the armed forces, people who have been charged who face prison time even when they pled guilty around these things. But you have to wonder if the Justice Department is considering whether there is some political solution to this criminal problem, whether part of the issue here is not just that Trump has committed crimes, but that Trump has committed crimes and plans on being back in the White House. <laughs> Oh. Rachel ha has a problem? Nice try, Rachel. 
built, you can hang out with Bill Barr. That's like saying, yeah, if half of this is true, <laughs> she's admitting to this political solution. Do they consider as part of a potential plea offer something that would prescribe him, proscribe him from 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 running for office again? I don't know. Uh, I- <laughs> Yo, Rachel, I do know. Yeah, it's the same thing like with Barr. Oh, if, if half of this true, they ain't no dealing when Trump is one hundred percent innocent. And perfect timing. Trump's attorney comes out. He would take a plea deal, especially if there is, you know, he's he's got the state indictment in New York. Um, he is facing another potential federal. Another, this time, Fox News that refused to cover Trump's events yesterday, by the way. They are playing the exact same card. Listen he would take a plea deal, especially if there is, you know, he's he's got the state indictment in New York. Um, he is facing another potential federal indictment on January 6th <laughs> charges. You've got the Georgia special grand. I love the way she is already laughing at this demon. <laughs> Jury, those indictments, if there are any, could come in, in August. Is there any thought of the president's mind? You plea some of this away. You got to focus on the campaign, which is in itself an exhausting, very consuming process. <laughs> She's already laughing. <laughs> no. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> is there any way, please, can, can we please, any chance of please for Trump to not run? We're doing all of this because we don't want him to be president. That's the only reason we're doing this to begin with. You think they would wait a couple weeks to maybe then talk this way? Unbelievable. Could never imagine. I know I would never advise that, especially when he's not done anything wrong. You take a plea deal to make something go away. That's an admission of guilt. He would never admit guilt um, because there was nothing wrong with declassifying documents, taking documents with you, negotiating with NARA. The only thing that was wrong was the raid on his home and the complete dual tier system of justice that we're seeing here when the Biden family is being treated completely differently than the Trump family. So to plea is exactly (laughs) what they would want, right? I mean, this is very simple. We saw Rachel Maddow say it on MSNBC or MSDNC, as he calls it. You know, maybe he would just say, I won't run for office and plea out that way. No way. It makes no sense. You plea when you've done something wrong or when you have no shot. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We have strong defense. There it is. So you can see they're, they're already, they're doing, they need some sort of, and what is Trump doing? Everything opposite. He's laughing at the enemy. He's enjoying himself. Big, big weekend. Check this out. I want to share this with everybody. Tash Patel comes out. Yes, third. Was it yesterday? Maybe we'll come back to this again in the future because here it is. I mean, you guys know I like my Tash Patel statements. He's coming out. DOJ, what? Swung for injustice. Now Congress must step up for, for actual justice. Here's the dummy sheet. <laughs> here it is, people. Number one, subpoena Jay Brett allegedly dangled a judgeship as leverage for, for an attorney representing 45's co-defendant. Subpoena every single name on special counsel Jack Smith's team. This could be what they are actually going to do. And the Patriots are using Patel to get the strategy out. Could be. And then he says they are public prosecutors. There's a reason he refuses to turn over single names. And then he says, number three, Trump declassified all Crossfire Hurricane records. Smith just wormed, wormholed. Then he says, Garland Ray never wanted them out. Subpoena all of them. Boom. See what you think of Patel putting out this early strategy while the enemy is already on TV looking for some let up, looking for Trump to say, oh, okay, you got me. I love seeing how they they can't they don't get it that why is Trump still so confident. <laughs> I love watching that, and they're rounding out tonight. 
You can't make this up. There's nothing in polling right now that <laughs> suggests that Donald Trump is being hurt by federal indictments, uh, by, by any indictments. The, the case of New York from a couple of months ago, it may actually have helped his standing. Look at this. This is our 538 polling average. Back on April 4th, when those charges against Donald Trump in Manhattan were first unveiled, Donald Trump was leading Ron DeSantis, his closest rival, by about 20 points. Now you fast forward two months to this weekend, Donald Trump is leading DeSantis by 30 points plus. None of the other candidates are seeing any movement at all. Donald Trump's numbers are going up. Ron DeSantis's numbers a little bit down. Now- According to the polls, 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 polls operation. <laughs> See that George Stephanopoulos is having a bad weekend. <laughs> oh, it may be that this case is more serious. It may be that his rivals are making the case and they can sort of get in there a little bit and, and change these dynamics. But for those who are saying that Donald Trump is done politically as a result of uh, facing criminal charges, there's just no evidence of that yet. <laughs> Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to know the reason for the for the DeSantis fake spat? Right there. Without DeSantis involved in all of this, there's no nothing. You have no reference point. Nothing. Without you have no way of showing everyone the the importance of the election interference. They had to create the scenario where. Trump and DeSantis, they're battling for the top spot when DeSantis was never even close, but they still just, Trump, just keep talking about DeSantis. He's got to be this guy. And um, I think it's kind of funny. Um, maybe we'll talk about it later. Trump's uh, reasoning for attacking DeSantis. All right. But anyway, but in the end, um, uh, the truth of the matter is, let us see how nervous Trump is. (laughs) That is the way this works. I'm coming. We'll cut that out. There it is. Trump with the hold on. Think of the music. Think of the lyrics. Look at the body language. Trump literally lapping it off. That is the way this works. You cannot not see that. Hold on. I'm coming. So look at the contrast of what both sides are doing. The enemy is... At the very least, we know that the enemy is freaking out. Frustrated. And then, this is breaking news tonight. See what you think. President Trump, what will deliver statement to the nation on Tuesday night following Biden's regime's latest attempt to put opposition party leader in prison? See what you think? Maybe just a standard... You know, will there be some surprise announcement, something that we don't know about? See Ben putting this out? Watch out. Get ready, people. I mean, my goal has been to be careful what I what cards I jump on and to maintain logical thinking throughout all of this. Especially lately. Don't forget, I just want to put this out. We were told back January 2018, they told us, Trump's team told us what? Do not glorify us. We are all patriots, including Trump. Nobody is above anybody. That's why Trump said it in his speech. Together, we'll do this and do that. Honor those who serve. And then we were told back then in capital letters, right? For God, humanity, and country. Where we go one, we Go. Also, it's a great moment in history for all of us to keep everything in the right perspective. I think that our discussion on the members channel is huge. I think it's big. And the reason I'm saying what I'm saying on the members channel is because I really, really, I don't want any rock unturned. I don't want to be ambushed and surprised again. Remember what happened on 11-3.
2020. Think critically and proceed with caution. I'm, I'm laying out the facts for everyone on the member channel. Think logically about everything that's happening. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't get shocked too often. Um, what I'm going to do is to... I want you guys to, to wrap up tonight. What I'm going to do is cut off the volume on this video that Trump is posting. Check it out for yourself. Trump is reposting this video someone is posting on Truth Social. Look at that. Reminding everyone of the sword dance. And this is a shocking video. Uh, I'm only going to let you see some of it for the sake of time. And in this video, all the key leaders that Trump met with are highlighted. And again, Trump is reposting this particular video. And you guys know I'm very big about videos that Trump reposts. So he's reminding you of the Keystone removal. And um, <clears throat> this is a very inspirational video. When you hear um, the music involved in this, and he's showing you all the key leaders and all the key deals that Trump negotiated with. Maybe we'll see if we, you know, I hope I don't get in trouble with this music thing. Listen for yourself to some of this music so you can understand the theme. And it shows you all the deals, and I like how it ends. Right? I'm going to show everybody. Showing. It shows you at the very end the Trump big moment. Right there, I want people to kind of grasp that and they cover all the different moves that Trump's been doing all these years that we have been talking about and again I wouldn't even play this if it wasn't for the fact that Trump reposted this and again the video starts properly with the removal of the keystone and it ends with the football with the soccer ball being given to him by Putin and it shows you all the different world leaders We've been talking a lot about this on the member channel and the BRICS nations, that whole thing. This essentially, this new global order, this new structure that is taking out the new world order, the globalists. And to round out tonight, there it is. Just checking out, see what Trump is saying at the top of his account. There it is, the polls operation, interactive polls. Without the polls... Trump right now would be disarmed. He wouldn't have any reason. I mean, it would just be a lot more difficult without these polls. Over and over and over again. This obsession with the polls. Trump, they would say, oh, well, well he ain't beating anybody. And it's not, not, you know, we're not being biased. It, it would be a completely different feel. But that does it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, before I let you go on this Friday, on this, excuse me, on this Sunday night, come on over to truthinrtv.com and check out, if you're not a member, hit the members button, check out the links available in the description box. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, be aware, we're going to call it part two of the, what, there it is, breaking through the illusion. Check it out. Pray about this. Check it out because the information in these videos are coming to me. I'm making my notes. 
while in prayer late at night. So see what you think. We are breaking the illusion on Truth in Our TV. For your consideration, I love you guys all. The purpose, again, of this channel is to simplify truth. I hope that the summary at the beginning, the big picture summary, helped someone out there. And I hope that these perspectives help you out and empower you so that you can help others and be a light to others. That, ladies and gentlemen, wraps it up for me. I will be back tomorrow, Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern. That is the way this works. Join me on Truth Social, and I'll see you tomorrow. God bless. I love you guys all. God bless.